Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and The Saint. We are back. Episode 45. Chatting it up. <laughs> just chopping it up. Chopping. I'm just kidding. We're not chopping Chat- it up. Chatting it. Chatting it up. Chatting it up. What's up? Is Mai coming? Is they coming later? She's going to decide. She'll be on the next the next one. Well, tell for her sure. we could do a three-hour podcast. <laughs> the Holistic Health Center crew. Yeah, Live we're and all direct. getting all bombed up, or me getting bombed up, going, yeah, okay, take these vitamins, okay. Fuck it then, let's get this podcast started. Okay. Yo, what's going on, folks? Thank you for tuning in to another episode. This is your host, Steven Gaxiola. This is episode 45. I got a special guest here today. Before I get to her, I want to go through the intro so today's date is september 4th 2020 the location we are here back at the studio downtown historic district in beautiful santa Ana, california if you guys never been down here take a trip there's some nice bars nice restaurants to hang out and the city is very beautiful it's cleaned up a bit except for the other side of the street on civic center don't go down that street because there's a bunch of hobos just sitting there getting all shot out um i want to thank my past guests Frank, a.k.a. The Godfather Rodriguez. Thank you for coming on the show, my brother. It was a great time. I had a great conversation with you. It's always a blessing to have you on the show. Also want to give a shout-out to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. If you guys want to pawn your shit or want to get some good deals, hit up Wimpy's Pawn Shop. They're located in Azusa. There's like three pawn shops over there. Shout-out to my cousin Daniel. What's up, brother? I'll see you tomorrow. I got some stuff I got to go turn in. And also want to give a shout out to my barber, Miguel Diaz, the barber. If you guys need a barber, he'll go to you. He's located off of Bristol and Sunflower. He's 
legit. If you want to look him up on IG and check out his work, hit him up at Diaz underscore the barber. That is Diaz underscore the barber. I'm moving quick today because I am short on time. My guest today is a good friend of mine, someone that has always helped me when it came to holistic health. She has helped multiple coworkers who have had COVID or certain sicknesses, and she's here today, episode 45. I want to welcome my guest, Mrs. Veronica Moreno. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you for having me. No, it's good. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I've been wanting to get you guys on, and I know it's yeah. it's hard to get all three of you guys together because everybody's got families, everybody's got things to right. do. And so why don't you tell the people where you work, tell them a little bit about yourself. Okay. My name is Veronica Moreno, a.k.a. the Avocado Queen. <laughs> got that nickname um, from consistently eating avocados. And um, my Instagram name is Veronica Moreno 8 on IG. Um, I work at the Holistic Health Center. That's where I met Steve, our UPS driver, and we are his customer, loyal customers. And Not anymore. <laughs> I know. What's up with that? I had to change routes. Yeah. But mm -hmm. we used to see um, him pretty much every day and have convos with him, and um, he would learn about our facility, and we just got to know each other, and we became friends. Yeah, it's very. it's, it's a very beautiful setting you guys got i've never tried acupuncture and vicky right. who works at the office right. shout out to vicky she's been really kind to me and right. and as far as doing acupuncture it, it has literally changed my life, life. Changing, right? yeah it's like you yeah. you would not think that put, putting needles inside your body yeah besides shooting heroin and drugs and shit like <laughs> that know you know that, yeah. but these type of needles are good for you yeah and she's moving your chi so people have stagnation in their body and um have you ever heard that saying like um, well, I recently heard it from somebody, but don't hold your issues in your tissues. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do Whoa, that. That's a good one. Yeah. And it's so true because um, a lot of people who are ill, they have emotional things that they've just never dealt with. And getting acupuncture is vital because you're just um, you're forcing the blood to move. So when people say chi, you're moving your chi. It's really like your blood. So you have trauma in different areas and people hold in stress in different parts of their body. And she works through that. She just has like magical hands. And I've seen her change lives. I mean, even my my boss, um, I don't want to say his full name or maybe he wants to stay under the radar, but Tom Screen is, i say it anyway, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, he helps people. So, and he's he's aware of that, but he's always stayed under the radar. We've never had a website mm -hmm. our whole entire, like how long have you been working there for? I've been there eight years. Maybe this year will be nine. How long did it take for you to like fall in line and go, man, this stuff shit really right away? Works. Really? No, I didn't. It did didn't you know take... about it before? Um, well, my mom always kept me pretty holistic growing up. Um, she was the type of mom like sweated out. Uh, if I was like pretty much on my deathbed, okay, here's Tylenol, but it was always like tea first, mm. sweated out. Um, I actually messed myself up when I turned 18 and became a little rebel. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to drive myself to the hospital. I don't feel good and take antibiotics and learning shortly after that. So when I started to work there, that that was probably the worst thing you can do for your body. Yeah, it fucks you up. Yeah, there's just so many side effects. It just fixes one thing, but it's it destroys the rest of your body. Mm -hmm. And it, you have to work years to 
what happens when you take those antibiotics is it pushes whatever virus you're trying to get rid of in deeper into your muscle tissues mm. and in your cells. So you store it. And then it after years, you think you got rid of it, but it was only temporary. You It mutates into a different form of virus in your body and you just live with it. So later, years later, you start wondering like, why does, why do my joints hurt? Why this and that? And it's because this, whatever virus, for example, me and myself, I had strep and I went to the hospital and got myself antibiotics when I was 18. And I just kept getting sick every year after that. And I, I kept wondering, why am I sick every winter, every, every year with the same like illness? And I just got so used to it. I thought it was normal. So I'm like, okay, let me just go get a Z-pack. Let me just, you know, Mm -hmm. fix this up. And and when I started working there, I realized that's probably the worst thing I could do for myself. And, of course, my mom was like, I told you so. But I never listened because, you know. So do you still get stripped out now every year? Uh, No, not at all. I don't get sick like that. I get If I get sick, it's probably something that, like, a, a cold or I think I've got the stomach flu once, but it goes away so fast because i just pound all my herbs and vitamins and i'm fine and the the sickness lasts maybe a day maybe three days i don't know the longest i've probably been sick was like a week but that's not even i mean i fight through it and i have all the right tools to heal myself when mm-hmm. no i just i work in the right place mm-hmm. and right now that's where everybody wants to go they everybody how big has a holistic the holistic, you know, the 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 area of holistic yeah. healing and all that. How how big has it grown since this COVID stuff started? Because obviously, you yeah. see people coming and going. I think that we are busier than ever because of COVID and the pandemic. I we've known in our you know in our facility that viruses have always existed, and th- this virus is different. It's a particular virus, but. And I'm not going to um, downplay it because I know people, you know, have their opinions about it. But I know it exists. And um, what the media is putting out, I, I'm, I don't agree with, but I'll keep that to myself. Mm-hmm. I just think that we've grown as a company and, and just alternative medicine is more people are more aware of alternative medicine and not running straight to western medicine anymore and we've become busier than ever because we've had the formulas we've tom's always had the formulas to heal people technically we're not even allowed to say heal because mm. the fda will come after yeah, us you know yeah, yeah, that's a big uh, deal. there's no there's no healing anybody well, there's no money a, a, there's a, no a, money a, a, yeah. herbs you can't yeah yeah, if they're not making money off of it, you're not allowed mm-hmm. to do it. So, well, I'm the I'm the I, I could tell you this. I used yeah. to take a lot of pills for my back. I, yeah. I, I could name so many pills, and one of the big ones was oxycodone. Yeah, and that fucked me up for a long time. That'll mess with your psyche. And, and then even on top of that, I I was to get off of that, I was taking another pharmaceutical drug. Yeah, Suboxone, and that was that was fucking another three years of trying to get off of it. And yeah. finally, I got off of it because I I found other alternatives yeah you know holistic healing and i'm i'll tell you this man that the pharmaceutical shit yeah it, it's garbage and right. it's just sad to see like I, I i have people and relatives that that live by it you know right. you got high blood pressure go take some go go to the get some blood pressure medication <laughs> you got high know. cholesterol go get some satins right and then they stick to it it's like fuck right. that i remember one time when i was younger i was 24 okay high blood pressure runs in both sides of my family yeah. obesity 
all that good stuff. Heart disease. Diabetes. Yeah, it, it runs in my family. My, I, my, same thing with alcoholism, drug abuse, overdoses. All, all those bad things run in both sides of my family. Right. And I was heading down that, that path, too, and I was feeling like shit, taking high blood pressure medication. I was 24. I just had my, my first kid. I was 230 pounds. I was working at UPS, and I was fat. I felt like shit. I wanted to fucking kill myself. Right. And that's when I said, fuck this. I'm 24. Yeah. Let this get it. And that's when I got, you know, I grew Way up playing young. basketball. I grew yeah. up playing basketball and football so you're an and sports. Yeah, I was an athlete. Right. And when you, you have a lady, you get married, you yeah. have a kid, you got you got money, you're going to fucking kick back. You're going to eat and barbecue and drink beers and relax. There goes and, your metabolism. Yeah, there go, and then your metabolism <laughs> slows down. Yeah. And so... I felt like shit, and yeah. I could still remember where I was at the, uh, on the package car. I was sitting there off of Hazard and New Hope for all the drivers that are listening to this podcast, and I was sitting there at the steering wheel just feeling like shit all day, and I wasn't drinking or partying at this time. I was, and my back was still good, too. I was taking these, these satins and blood pressure medication. I was feeling mm-hmm. like shit, and you know how I got rid of it? I started fucking exercising. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's hard when you work 10 hours a day, 11 hours a day, 12 hours a day, and you go home. But you're 24. Get home, work out, or right. work out in the morning. It is hard. I get it. Because you're doing cardio all day with being a UPS yeah, driver. Yeah, but you get used yeah. to it. I mean, when I first started driving, I was at 230 pounds. I dropped down to 165. That's huge. And then I blew back up again. You know, because right. your body gets used to so the work. So that's not good for your gallbladder, like going up and down. So it affects like your major organs in your body. Mm-hmm. And then that's stress. That's physical stress that affects your mind. Mm-hmm. And with that, and some people have anxiety, you know, based on physical stress and they don't, they don't realize that they're like, but I feel fine. I'm happy. I don't know why I have anxiety, but it's your body having anxiety that's stressing out your mind. I have, I yeah. just redid my DOT. Okay. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know what a DOT is, it's Department of Transportation. Mm-hmm. Physical, you have to take. Now, there's different times you can take, you, you take it and the doctor evaluates your, it's a physical. Right. And the doctor evaluates and the most you can get is a two year pass. We'll okay. give you a two year pass if you pass with flying colors. Right. And if you have any type of, of, of problems that he, he sees that, that are on our eyes or that you have, right. he'll give you maybe a year or six months. And some people will come in, their necks are too fat, they're overweight. They, they meet the, the certain agenda for right. them to have to go take the sleep apnea test. Oh, wow. Or, you know, blood pressure. Your blood right. pressure too high, they can't let you go on road. You got to go see your your personal doctor. Right, like a specialist yeah, or whatever. get that taken yeah, care yeah. of. I just went recently and, like I said before, High blood pressure runs at both sides of my family. Right. I have a, a blood pressure machine. I check it. Okay? okay. You're talking to someone who's used to fucking do drugs, right? right. I used yeah. to snort cocaine. Yeah. I used to take pills and party. Yeah. And my blood pressure would be through the roof. I used to go to the emergency all the time, think I'm having a heart attack. It, it, it was bad. Under it was the bad. influence? Oh, always, dude. Oh, the doctor, yeah. what do you have? You know how embarrassing it is when a doctor, you're yeah. at the emergency room. He goes, what do you want? You know, I'm yeah, talking about narcos, they know. oxy, coke, and... Because you, you yeah. feel like you're going to die. So right. at this point, you're like, I'm going to fucking die. Is right that here. like you physically feel it or is it a panic it's scary. attack? Uh, there were a lot of them were panic attacks. Right. And I, How did I, you distinguish? Over over the years, I started getting used to it. Like, yeah. Like one thing that would trigger it would be stress. Right. You know, getting right. argument with my lady. I bounce. I'm gone for a while. Right. And I'm sitting there laying on like someone's couch and I'm pissed off. And, right. And... You know, it, it might even I might not even be on drugs during this time, but it, it's still you having that type of stress, mm-hmm. that mental stress will cause anxiety. I used to have it. anxiety. I used to get yeah. prescribed uh, Xanax. See? 
see for it. years. I don't think I even if I got prescribed, knowing what I know now, yeah, exactly. I can't. I I just know all the side effects, and I've seen people, um, like go schizophrenic from you know trying to heal anxiety mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't that's not for me <laughs> yeah yeah no pill, pill i'd rather pill ride or... the wave like if you like so i used to have it quite often until i changed my diet yeah diet. and i didn't realize that when i changed my diet before when i thought i was eating healthy i wasn't mm-hmm. i thought everything that i was doing for my body was wrong mm-hmm. i was eating wheat everything turns out i'm like highly allergic to wheat and it affects my my organs. It affects my brain function, getting brain fog, not being able to think straight. I wanted to go to sleep all the time. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it would depress me. I, I don't think I was depressed, but it would give me moments where I was like, what's Is wrong weed even me? good for you? No, I can't smoke How at all. How about cream of wheat? No. Oh, uh, I thought you said it's weed. Oh, you're talking about weed. No, 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 wheat. Like wheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like cream. No, weed? I, but you, I thought I asked weed right now. I was oh, like, oh weed. no, I can't do that either. No, yeah, no, <laughs> weed will make you even more. Ex- yeah, it gives me anxiety. I've tried a few times, and it's actually fifty-fifty hit or miss. If I know that I'm trying it or smoking it, then I'll start to have like an mm-hmm. episode. But if I I do it while I'm drunk already, then I don't I don't think it affects me. What but about wheat overall? Wheat, not wheat. Wheat, wheat. Let's um, go back wheat, to wheat is actually an inflammatory to most, mostly everybody. Wow. So it's not the best for you. I think everything in moderation, but wheat for my personal, you know, consumption is not good. I actually, my my body, my liver just wants to detox it right away. I get hives. Mm-hmm. It's not pretty. It's not cute. And everybody thinks like, oh, Veronica, she just wants to be healthy and um she's disciplined and this and that i'm like no i just don't want to have a rash on a friday night that lasts me till like next week Mm -hmm. and it's miserable so i got so tired of you know um having heat rash or you know hives that i just started eat like eliminating things out of my diet and that's how i became the avocado queen because that was pretty much like the only thing that (laughs) didn't make me feel like crap and I always carried an avocado everywhere with me. And people are like, why do you always have an avocado? Because that's the only thing I could eat. And I, I mean, they're good. And I would just make friends with people who have trees like you. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't steal all of them when I dropped them off. <laughs> no, people were like, everybody felt bad. Like, you know, Maya would always be like, Veronica's limited. Just give her the good ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. My lady, uh, she actually had her gallbladder removed. I don't oh. know if I should be talking about it. But she was, she's a, she's a, after I think the third kid. She lost. She became lactose intolerant. Oh yeah, because your ga- your gallbladder is like a garbage disposal for your yeah. body, and if it's not working, it's actually she working can't against eat anything. you. She's like she's like, like poisoning you. She's, she's, she's you. real picky what she eats. She probably has to like not eat anything like acidic or greasy. Or greasy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's hard. I don't I don't really like want to go you know that far I well mean, didn't I she like, have that problem before remember you, you, i couldn't I was like, really oh, it's your gallbladder yeah well that's what vicky told me she's like you know you need to detox so i start doing like detoxes here and there like cleanses i try not to um eat i i'm rarely eat anything greasy and if i use oil it's avocado oil and um shout out to avocados <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could get sponsored by them because they're expensive as fuck like mm-hmm. um anyway but i think that um having a fatty liver like the gallbladder issues those are that's horrible i mean i just have sensitivities i don't have full-on alert i'm not like i don't have celiac disease or anything but um i just try to be mindful of what i can you know what i eat and put in my body we're already ingesting like environmental like toxins 
from chemtrails and who you know, I can oh, go you believe on in chemtrails too, oh my huh? goodness like I'll be working out and outdoors and I'll lay on like my yoga mat and I'll look up into the sky and I'm like wow I can't believe they're just straight mm-hmm. up where the busiest parks are people are trying to like be creative and work out outdoors because we can't go mm-hmm. anywhere and they're just you know planes flying over us you know putting chemtrails in the sky no big deal everybody just wants to act oblivious mm-hmm. but I see what's going on and they just try to stop you anyway. Like the government is just. When I was, uh, when I was going back to when I was, you know, unhealthy, right. drugs, and <laughs> I would get sick all the time. Yeah. And I, and your immune I'd system. Get, I used to get a lot of sinus infections. Wow. All the time. Probably, I mean, there was a the po- cocaine. There was <laughs> <laughs> that blow. Okay. Well, there was a time where I wasn't. I was yeah. still getting sick, and I was sleeping in the tent in our, in the, our backyard, and it, it turned out we had black mold. But oh. I'm not blaming it on anything. Right. But my immune system was weak. Okay. You're I was so doing lucky something that you didn't get worse. Because people get oh, Lyme disease. Oh, I wanted disease. to kill myself. It was so bad. You get Lyme disease. Yeah. Why don't you get that from ticks? You can get Lyme disease from all kinds of things really? now. Yeah. Not just ticks, mosquitoes. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. You, you got to be careful. When my you lady go gets bit all the time. Yeah. Mosquitoes, fleas, all of that, they all carry toxins and viruses so why do you think the whole west nile virus from mosquitoes you know like you have to be careful when you get bit that you make sure that you boost up your immune system vitamin c zinc all of that vitamin Vitamin a vitamin yeah all of that because they're they're injecting some type of uh you know toxin in you Mm -hmm. and people that's why they get really giant and some people are more allergic than others Mm -hmm. i had to take my stepson to the doctor once because his mosquito bite got so huge and we were we looked at him we're like that's not normal i've never Mm -hmm. seen something get and they told us they're like he's allergic to mosquito bites so he had to even take like ibuprofen and stuff when he was little yeah i i saw we've been getting phone calls all the time at work about mosquito bites and what can i take for um flea bites damn i'm getting itchy just thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) um because it's a real thing Uh, you know people are are way aware and there's a lot of younger people that are more proactive about like holistic health right now and i'm I'm actually proud of the younger generation. Yeah, because they're, I mean, they're they're all up on the internet. They they get to be educated. We had to learn the hard way. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I learned the fun way. Yeah, (laughs) I I learned. I mean, I just fell into this life. I I grew up, you know, semi natural. I mean, I've, you know, my mom was always the type like, don't wear makeup, don't do, don't dye your hair until you're older, all that good stuff. Wow. Yeah, I was not allowed. Uh, yeah. Talk a little bit about your mom. You, you, uh, you're adopted, right? Right. Yeah. My mom, um, she took me and my brother in, and she raised us as, you know, brother and sister. Single mom? Yeah. Single mom. Wow. Yeah. She has. Like, Shout out to your mom. She sounds like a, a huge, powerful woman. Yeah. She has a huge heart. She worked two jobs. Um, my grandparents helped raise me. They're past now. But um, she she was just a warrior, and she was like a, a woman boss, and even decided to go back to school when she was younger and um i mean when we were kids too she just like furthered her education learned french like she did it all like she can do it all and she just always set the example for me growing up um she would print out at work how to change your own oil how to like change a tire and she'd put it on i used to have one of those like boards um with what are those things called like uh when you have one of those boards with the pins in it um I forgot what they're called. Um, 
a chalk, not a chalkboard. Not a chalkboard, a, but like with the my lady has with the one. pin, like the I, I don't I can't think of the word right now. It's like looks like cardboard board. or something. I don't know, but um, she used to always put like papers on there and like pin them to my wall, and she wanted to make sure that I grew up like being able to rely on myself or just be independent. And I think that backfired on her when I turned 18. I was just like rebellious. Bye. (laughs) And she was crazy. Like she knew that I would be gone soon when I was young because my, my brother got to have a car and his license at 16. And you know how your mom has to sign off when Mm -hmm. you're 16 and do the certificate and Mm -hmm. everything. She looked at me and she was like, no. And I was like, what happened to being a feminist? What happened? Mm. What happened to Mm. being woman power? Mm. Where did that all go? Just Mm. because I'm turning, you know, Mm -hmm. 16, I want my car and I want, I Mm. want, you know, I want the same rights as him. And she's like, Oh no, 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 I don't, I don't want you out in the streets. I don't want you to. Oh, yeah. And like a good mom. So I don't want my kids. Out yeah. The street either. So 18 turned and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. She hid my birth certificate from me. Cause that's what I needed to like. So I went, so then I went to the recorder's office myself and got it myself. <laughs> and then I took myself to go get my license and got a hundred percent on my written test. And th- cause I was waiting so long. I knew all the answers mm-hmm. And then I just started driving and I took off. Well, you're Miss a local girl too, right? Where'd Whittier, you grow up? Whittier, my whole life. Really? Yeah. I don't believe in that saying. Whittier, the girls are prettier. <laughs> I hate when people say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I grew up in in Fullerton, Buena Park area. Really close. Yeah, me when I was when I was 16, I couldn't wait to get my license. I mean, I had yeah. a my dad taught me how to drive. I used to sit on his lap when I was little. Yeah. And then I think at one point I got too big for him, even though I felt like I wasn't. I was like <laughs> yeah. eight or nine. It's all and he was now. like, no, you got to do it. And I think yeah. I was like 10 or 11 and I started driving the station wagon. That's hilarious. I would drive it around. Yeah, I would drive it around. It's so illegal now. Like we would just go straight to jail if that happened. And that was like the thing back then. You sit on someone's lap and you mm-hmm. drive. Oh, my God. I remember when I was like three or four years old, my uncle had a truck and me and my brother were sitting in it. He ran in to like go get a sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. You can't do this nowadays. You just, but he left us in the car. And I think somebody pulled the the gear and we started rolling. Like the, the new, when we went into neutral, went rolling and we just remember him coming out chasing <laughs> after us. And we're just laughing. We're like cracking up. And now when I think back, I'm like, dude, we could have died. <laughs> how much, how, what's the age difference between you and your brother? My brother's 17 months older than me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he. You're about to celebrate a birthday Yeah, soon? my brother. Yeah. He's thir- He's going to be 37. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, we grew up really close. He's funny. He has two kids. I have my kids and I love uh, my niece and nephew. I'm happy for him that he has his little kids. Mm-hmm. And just seeing little mini versions of us growing up, it's cool. It's cool to unite them and bring back. All, I don't. They don't fight or anything like me and my brother did. We wanted to kill each other growing up. Going back to the kids now, they. We were talking earlier about right. we had to learn the hard way. Right. And now these kids, like, I, I can agree with you a bit. Yeah. My daughter's 18 and she thinks she's smarter than me. Right. And uh, I hope she is. Yeah, I was going to say, then, probably. Then, and <laughs> they have this, I call her the I call her the iPad baby. Uh-huh. Because they got the iPad and who knows what they're doing in the room. As long right. as they're in the room, they're not out in the street. Right. What do you, what do you think about you think the generation that's coming up? You right. know, everything that's going on, I, I see the news. I, I, lo- I watch a lot of, not mainstream yeah. media, but I'm always on my phone looking at things. What, what does the future hold for this younger generation? Do you think uh, 
everything's just getting blown out of proportion. Mm. The, the older people are just trying to hold on to power. Right. I mean, I feel like we're going to go somewhere that we've never been before. Yeah, I hope. So. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to change, but in a, in a more positive way, like in a positive direction. Um, I think that this younger generation, it's... It's bittersweet to watch them because I feel like they're they're robbed of um, normalcy, and I think that they're they making have, mistakes. Yeah, too. yeah, they they have a lot of a lot more pressure on them than we yeah, did right? at a young age, and I don't more competitive. But that's their normal, though. So I have to try to put myself in my son's shoes, who's thirteen, and I ha- he doesn't know any different, so. He has way too much screen time. And I've even read about that. this um, where um, they did a study and they within a group home, like a boys group home. And they they did an experiment where they took away all of their screen time, all of their you know video game consoles and saw their behavior. Um, bef- they studied their behavior before and they studied their behavior after. And um, they... 100% benefited from having no screen time and no video games in their home, their group home. And they actually had conversations. They worked their brain, their mind. They communicated. They socialized. And they didn't do that before. They were isolated and they would take medication to just have them go to sleep. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, everybody's in that was in the home, they were either neglected or ripped out of a home. So they're having to deal with issues at a young age. So they're already self-isolating them in their mind. Are we talking to kids in general? In general, because a book that I read and um, how they were affected by taking away the screen time. So I think, so I tried doing that with my son and even in the book it said that your child will actually mourn, like grieve the screen. And I I was like, yeah. And so I said, well, let's see. I don't know. Let me just try this. And sure enough, I watched him beg for it, cry for it. You know, he was younger. I took my kids PS4 away a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. I yeah. took that. I said, that's fucking it. Yeah. You know, he, he was acting up. Yeah. Things happen in the home. And I said, no, that's it. And, and that's a privilege. They have to earn that. Yeah, I mean, right? not only are they playing with like a $400, $500 video game console, that's not even including the price of the video game, the Wi-Fi, the, the electricity, all of that stuff that they need from us. And I said, you have to, I mean, my husband takes away that from my, from my son all the time, like if he's punishing him and um, they need to what earn it. What about the it. iPad? Yeah. Um, you know what? He didn't always have an iPad until recently because of, our kid yeah. your kid and my kid are like the same age yeah my son except is except yours is like seven foot tall yeah he's huge <laughs> he it's funny because we always joke like we're we're like he's like a baby huey like he's like just a big mm-hmm. like baby still but he's like a man like a baby man mm-hmm. <laughs> but um but my you kid's know, getting yeah. tall he's almost as tall as me now and yeah. the same thing his voice it's is weird. starting to change and i'm like puberty oh, hits yeah. yeah like a monster now yeah it it's cool to watch but i back to like you know their generation i just feel like they've been robbed at the same time they they're creating a a new life and something that's going to be you know fun for us not fun for us but like it's going to be interesting you know to say the least about how they change the world because they the sky's the limit for them i mean they are, have 
you know, knowledge at their fingertips and they're more, they're getting taught things that we weren't taught in school. And I just, I feel like as long as they have a good foundation and, you know, thing, morals start at the home. I feel like if we as parents create a good foundation for children, then they will flourish growing up mm-hmm. and and make the world better. They might be the change that we need. Is he doing school through Zoom? Right, yeah. He's doing virtual distant learning. I think even yeah, if cool. he has a small district, but I think even if that gets lifted, they've already designated a date where they're like, okay, we're going to finish out the semester doing this one way and then that's it. They don't want to confuse the kids. Yeah, they gave, they yeah. gave us options. Yeah, we did too, but they took it away. So they did hybrid. We we chose the hybrid. You because, chose the hybrid. Yeah, because I mean, look where I work. We're all about like, the mask is bad for you. You know. <laughs> well, we yeah. I mean, we we chose. I said stay at home. I go. Yeah. I don't want them back and forth. Back and forth with the mask on. I don't promote yeah. a mask. It's yeah. Like, I mean, you're breathing. You're in your own. Yeah, it's it cuts off like how much of your oxygen already. And I mean, my son already has like sinus, you know, issues. Yeah, he you doesn't don't want even him wearing to... a mask. I mean, no. even when I'm working, I put it on when I walk in and I take it off. Yeah, Sometimes I mean, Sometimes it goes below my nose and I'm like, it's, I don't really care no more. Yeah, I mean, if we're social distancing, then why do we need a mask? It doesn't really make sense, but uh-huh. that's a whole other subject. Yeah, he, we could go through a yeah, lot of subjects, right? Yeah, he. Yeah, my son is just doing distant learning right or distant learning right now. And I think that I'm just trying to find the positive things in it. And I see that he's becoming a self-starter. He's becoming more independent. He's learning how to email. He's learning how to do things on his own that were given to him. Yeah, and done for him. He's being forced to check his own grades. He's doing he's he's getting out of his comfort zone and he's learning, um, you know, life skills that he didn't really obtained before and so i just try to look at it on the bright side and we're all in it together we can all complain about how horrible it is but it's not worth it because what's the point mm-hmm. so we can all have a pity party for ourselves let's just move forward and make my what i like about the pandemic is that i've seen so many people be more creative than they've ever been and they've they've just grown and blossomed as blossomed as people in general you can see everybody's creative side, and I, I think I like that's your, beautiful. I like your positivity. I like the way you you see the world because I, I see people. I see the I see the bad. I don't know why I see the bad. Maybe it's because I, I, I work yeah. outdoors, and I, and I see a lot. Well, of it's things. your mindset. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, well, obviously, I can't I can't ignore what I see. Right. You know, I can't, <laughs> the shit that I see, I can yeah. tell you. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I see it too, but I mean, if someone comes in our office in a bad mood i have to tell myself they're in a bad mood because of they're not feeling yeah good. I'm, i, I so, get that as soon as someone's in a bad mood i walk out go that's Phew. not my issue that's theirs and mm. i will wear like I've an invisible sh- that, yeah. you know i have to tell myself to wear an invisible shield and just let whatever it is bounce off of me and go back you know, back to them and they have to look inward there's something going on with them and all i do is just stay kind and nice and offer you know any assistance that i can and keep smiling because i can't let other people's moods you know affect mine it will i feel like i'm the type of person i'm very empathetic so Mm -hmm. if i do i would be drained every single day so in order to keep myself above water i i have these daily habits is that is that i mean i agree with you right I've changed a lot from where I came to 
came from and to our where I am right now. Right. You know, starting a podcast and giving back. And, yeah. And there's a lot of times where I knew that I need to do something great. You're following so, a dream that you yeah, have. Exactly. And people that are, you know, not going to, be, you know, believe in their own dreams. Who else is going to believe in them? We mm-hmm. have to work on our ourselves mm-hmm. no one else is going to come to our rescue and sometimes i do uh, i do upset people in my family uh-huh. you know, i do make mistakes and stuff like that we're human and yeah we're human and sometimes i feel like i do i i'm i have to be selfish at times right i never used to be selfish everybody you know i'm giving yeah. everything i can but sometimes i have to be selfish personally yeah you know i've gotten arguments with my, my parents right, right. got an argument and their beliefs of what they what they believe and what I believe are, are totally different now. Right. And it's no disrespect to them. I, I love them for how the way they raised me. Yeah. But sometimes, like for example, if I if I blow up, I don't want to blow up. Right. If I blow up, I have to take a step back. Right. I have to leave for a second. I have to reevaluate myself and take care of because mm-hmm. if I stay there and I stay where where the, the epicenter is, it's like right. it's just gonna make you it might worse. more so do more times damage. where I have to be more self, uh, selfish. Right. And I don't want to be selfish. Right. But that's just I learned from mistakes and I move on. Yeah. I see yeah. The you see picture. the bigger picture and you are removing yourself from a situation and then you know reflecting and then going back at it with a different perspective that that's respectful i feel like you sometimes need to do that to gain clarity for your own sanity i i mean i can totally agree that i don't i mean a lot of times i I mean i i even though i i talk to a lot of customers at work i'm in a package car I'm by myself all day mostly. Right. So you have a lot of time to think. I get a lot of time to think. Right. Like I think about every podcast that I'm about to do. I sit there and I just think. Right. I put myself in the same scenario. You know, I do my research when I get home and I will be on the phone too. I'll talk for a couple hours to certain drivers or I'll, I'll, you know, talk to my lady and, I mean, but the majority of the time I'm by myself Mm -hmm. within my own thoughts. Right. You know? How do you feel like that is good or bad for you oh it's peaceful peaceful oh it's yeah. peaceful I, I can go on a trip by myself which that's, you know that's and good just a lot of people can't ho- be in alone in a hotel room and i hey i'll yeah. shut my phone off and i'll just i'll take a nap i'll, I'll watch t- whatever's on the you know yeah and and i love it before yeah. though in my 20s fuck that you i need people around me i need yeah. to be fucking so you think you because a lot of people either feed off of energy and it it uplifts them or yeah. they get drained from a lot of energy i feel like i it's either or for me it could go yeah. either way my depending on my mood i can either be out and about and recharge off of other people's energy mm-hmm. or go home and be be with my own thoughts mm-hmm. so i think you just need balance everybody needs balance and they just need to find what balances them i mean that i think that's what this whole podcast has been about is right. balance balance right? yeah your life needs to be balanced everything in moderation um just be open to learning be open-minded to always you know educate yourself and even be empathetic towards others you just never know especially being in health like you just never know what brought somebody to that point and people when they're losing their lives that you can sense desperation desperation to even live and that makes me feel grateful to even be alive to be healthy it just makes me reflect on my own family my own life and i you know just want to show gratitude to others where i can and that just makes me you know who i am today 
mm-hmm. and just ke- I just keep work. Everybody's a work in progress. I just keep working towards feeling happy. I'm not happy every single day, but I force myself to be happy. And people are like, "Oh, that's too much work." No, who who else is gonna work on it? Nobody else. You know, oh. I have to work on it. I have to pray. I have to have faith and believe that I'm. And I know ultimately I'm never alone because I have God with me. And that's just what I believe in. I'm never going to be alone. So when I hit, you know, rock bottom or I think I'm at my lowest, I remember, you know, I've, I'm not alone. I'm never going to be alone. Let's talk a little bit about Instagram. I wanted to talk a little bit about this with you because... What, fans only pages? Well, <laughs> well, well, because what you're saying... Right. I, I see a lot of... You know, Instagram is is full of just maybe just like you said in my own perspective. But right. It's it's girls who got the nicest ass are gonna get the most likes and the right. most followers. Right. And then the people who put, you know, inspirational quotes and and positivity right. get the less likes and the less followers. Mm-hmm. Are the girls that do that are are they doing that for? money are they doing it for because they're feel insecure and this is their way of getting attention for themselves and make them feel happy i feel like i can't speak for anybody else but myself and to each their own i mean if someone wants to celebrate their body and they want to put it all out there i'm all for it i think everybody's beautiful in their own way and um what I mean, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So what you may think is beautiful, I may not think is as beautiful. I mean, I think that if people want to, you know, put their whole entire life on Instagram, that's their prerogative. I, I don't know what you're looking at, and I don't. You, do you we, feel? You do you do, feel like, like their the internet, like the? Social I don't know media their intention. Yeah, I don't know what people's intentions are. I think people ultimately might have an agenda because instagram's been a huge marketing world for people they've started businesses on there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think that it's a tool so however i'm just looking i'm just in the bad area of social media maybe because (laughs) you know however you want to approach it because it is going to manipulate the way you look at social media exactly you got to talk so if you're consistently feeding your your spirit and your brain with you know things that might not be so positive for you then that's what you're going to attract. So I and you're going to you're going to feed your mind with that. I I tend to look at more positive things on Instagram. I I catch myself looking at puppies for like 20 minutes straight. And I'm like, "Damn, like this really made me happy." I'm not even joking. And I'm like, "Well, you know, that's how I spend my time." And I'm like, "I really want another dog." And I'm like, "Shoot, okay, I, I, this whole time I could have been playing with my dog while I'm looking at other dogs." Mm-hmm. But you know, Instagram is just for me more of a fun tool and I like to share things with people whether it's beauty products health products um, Positivity even jokes. I I just share my personality on there And if I take too many selfies for somebody then stop following me because I feel happy Yeah, stop following her. Yeah, stop. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean stop sending her dick pics Yeah, those are probably in my request that I don't open. Uh, sensitive content. Do they have to send it out as request? Um, if I'm not following them, it goes into a request. So if I see it's a request, I might not look. I don't know. I'm not I'm not there for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm just asking yeah. because it, I, I, I know what I'm, I'm still waiting for my first fucking 
uh, set of fucking tits sent to me. I'm like, oh shit, I made it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, I think everybody has their own way of looking at Instagram and using it. And I don't want to um, bash anybody. I think that there's people who do are, you. What do I use it for? No, no, do you like? Do you then? Oh, do you? Yeah, of course. I'm all about everybody doing their own thing, making. I think I even posted something today like do the first rule is do what makes you happy mm-hmm. because if you're not happy so people I want to make money okay yeah, only fans then whatever yeah do but then do you do your thing and and celebrate later laugh your way to the bank mm-hmm. whatever if you lose family over it then they may not have been your family or your friends or whatever mm-hmm. I just think that um I wouldn't I wouldn't hold if you know anybody back i couldn't my daughter did only fans i couldn't oh no like, no don't I do mean, that you have that's why your your job as a dad is a set of foundation and morals and all that and mm-hmm. it, if she chooses to do something against you know that's a learning experience for her you just have to look you have to find the positive in every negative and that'll be a learning experience for her and well a lot of people say that that instagram is, is the devil because someone could could protest and put stuff that that are facts and if you look mm. stuff up and they, they, the answer, they yeah they, they block them and stuff like that but right. it's okay for a girl to show her you know her whole yeah. you know cookie out there and it's yeah. like <laughs> how the fuck like they just delete because this guy had something to say yeah. and it actually made sense but this girl, girl here to show herself yeah and it's like well, what are we what are we aiming for as a society what are we promoting and right and i mean I maybe like you said before, maybe I'm just in the wrong realm. Maybe I gotta, or it's you the know. way you, yeah, the way you approach it, the way you look at it, and what you're, what you're focusing on. I'm focusing on positive things. I mean, looking at recipes and um, encouraging other women. I just joined like a 21 day challenge with a group of women um, called Sweat and Soul, and we're gonna just jam out the next 21 days of working out, healthy meals. I, that's what I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of other people's growth. I want to encourage other people to grow and find the best versions of themselves. And I'm still learning. So if I can learn from another person and we're all, you know, going to lift each other up, then so be it. Like, that's my goal and my journey. You know, self-help that, is my jam. Well, that's why I wanted you on the podcast because... Obviously, I've had conversations with you yeah. over the years, and to see a hardworking wife, mother, yeah, and worker, full time worker, and and you're still pushing through. And, and I mean, there's 24 hours in a day, yeah, and you just. I feel like I don't sleep sometimes, which I need to get better at. Yeah, that. you're doing way too much. I do a lot. I think I burn myself out a lot, but I in I thrive off of that because when I'm not busy. I I th- I used to tell myself, oh, I'd sit there and overthink if I wasn't busy. But I've learned now that thinking and working through my thoughts is healthier than holding them in and avoiding them. Mm-hmm. And I was a big time avoider. I would avoid every Dude, I wouldn't thing. say shit. I keep everything in. Yeah, and that was the most now, unhealthy thing for me. Now I get me. drunk and I tell everybody off. Well, I tell everybody everything and now I've I learned to, to do it sober now. Yeah. Though. I've learned to do it sober. Yeah, so working through my thoughts and allowing myself to actually think and feel has been huge for me. It it's changed my life 
it's only been like a few weeks or maybe a month that I've just been focusing on this every single day, but to feel it and move on, feel it and let go, feel it and let go and say everything that I really want to say to someone's face. And it's, doesn't it's, it feel good sometimes it's just liberating. to get all bombed out and just shut the it's fuck up? It's just liberating. Like you're <laughs> like, okay, like this is how I feel. And whatever you feel in reaction of my feeling, we're going to work through it. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's great to be honest and, you know. Instead of lying, huh? I would I would just not feel just great honest. just to not, you know, be honest with somebody. I would rather tell them the truth than avoid it now. And I, I am kind and graceful when I speak to somebody about the truth and try to, you know, be mindful mm. of how it's going to make them feel. And, you know, we're all growing and learning together. We're all well, in it together. I mean, we're talking about this because we've been divided Maybe it's because we're older now mm-hmm. or what, what we're seeing on TV. It's right. more in our face now. But we, what do you think about us being divided as a country? Because we're basically right. talking about something like that. Is Paul, we're going into people. an election. I mean, people are going to choose to be divided. And the way I try to look at this, you know, is you have to choose the less, you know, of the, the evil. evil. Yeah, the two evils. And I just feel like it's always going to be a battle of good and evil and we always are, have spiritual warfare, you know, working against us. And we just have to educate ourselves and be mindful of what's going to work for us as, a, a, you know, humans. Like, we're all human beings and we shouldn't be treated any different. I don't know. It's just a touchy subject. I just Oh, feel politics. Like, yeah, no one wants to talk yeah, about no, politics. It's I just, mean, we become I, so divided, though, and it's annoying mm-hmm. because I do have friends on both sides. Yeah. I have friends on both sides, and I listen to both sides. I don't like that people don't listen to both sides. I like people who do. I like to listen to everything. Me too. I want to know everything. Everything. I even, I'm even open to aliens taking over the freaking you know white house that's next <laughs> yeah what's the most we're sure ufos are real have you seen any ufos i feel like i've seen ufos so many times no throughout my way life. yes so many. i grew up with my brother and he would make me watch x-files all the time growing up and it wasn't i actually did you ever watch the new one no but um it wasn't my show growing up but it was his and I'll never fr- I'm I'm kind of thankful that he would expose me to certain things like that because mm-hmm. now and I had texted him, you know, an article about um NASA and, you know, uh, aliens and all that and he just wrote back, I told you so or like I like I've been telling you this for mm-hmm. years and I'm like, "What do you think?" and he's like, "You know what I think. I've been telling mm-hmm. you this for all along." Are your brother believes in UFOs? Alien. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, my brother is so dope. Like he's read books throughout growing up and he's always told me and i've always been a brat like tell me how do you know like always challenging him mm-hmm. but he always has answers and then i've seen things with my own eyes so i you know I, <laughs> I think those are demons <laughs> no this, this is sober <laughs> I've se- i feel like i've seen ufos whatever shooting we'll stars you know i know it's i was just point. in zion i saw i that's all that I must do. have been beautiful well, when i when i get home from work yeah i work on my podcast yeah I, I, i've said this on the podcast before and i'm sorry if i repeat it again but i like sitting out on the porch right i got a view of the sky yeah you know i got my notebook I, i'm playing some music have you seen the moon lately yeah, it's like red. Yeah, it's it, a, well, it was a new moon the other day on Monday, I believe, and then it was full moon. But do you believe that the moon, you can feel like it charges you, it you drains know, you? That's another subject. Yeah. But, um, 
I do read some some stuff and right. like, oh, it's a new mood and the energies because look it, there's times when yeah. I act a certain way and right. I'm, and I'm more in connect with myself now that I'm sober. Right. You know, I, I've been through my journey and a holistic life I'm right. trying to live. And so there are times where I blow up and or, right. or something happened or I feel a certain way and I go and I look up stuff uh-huh. and I go and I'll, and I'll read it and I go, oh, fuck. It aligns with what you're feeling. Yeah, like, oh, that this. And then it's like, what? Really? Yeah, we can't always base our entire life that, on. I mean, who writes those, stars? though? I think it's science and I've. It's energy. It's energy. Everything's energy. Everything's connected. Everything's connected. Our words, our thoughts, everything's an energy and a frequency and we're putting it out there. And I think that we do gain energy from the moon. We do feel things. I have, I, I am a collector of crystals and I don't put my faith in a crystal, but I believe that they're made from this earth and they're beautiful. And I, I like to charge them from the moon. I don't know if it's working or not, but if no, Doctor Tom get, gave me that one right there. Yeah, what's the up? Bla- black, that's black tourmaline. It's supposed to um, actually help with all the electronics in here. Um, protect oh yeah, you the from podcast EMF. comes out good. Yeah, protect you from EMFs. Um, that gets rid of negative energy. So you, anybody negative probably wouldn't even be able to talk. Mm-hmm. So so far so good. <laughs> you haven't had any negative. <laughs> no, I mean we're rolling. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're rolling, and and that's. What I look forward to in a podcast right. is people always ask me, well, what are we going to talk about? We're gonna do? I said, don't worry about it, man. I thought about just it, Just come too. and have a seat yeah, and just was, relax. It has to be organic and fluid, and I mm-hmm. think that it has been so far. Just comfortable. No, we got, we got time left. It's, it's 7.37. Jeez, we talk really fast. And we're <laughs> at 54 minutes. Wow. So, yeah, no, we're, we're rolling. We're doing good. You know, we could keep going. What time did you say you got to go? Eight. Okay, we got 22 minutes. Damn. 22 wow. minutes is a lot. We're chatters. <laughs> no, you, you, you got it. You're doing good. Okay. Going back to UFOs. You said you saw some UFOs. Tell, tell me some UFOs I, you've seen. I've been, um, you know, different spots. I mean, by the beach, I feel like I've seen them. Growing up, I used to go camping all the time. I've been to Yosemite. Uh, my Do brother, you watch any shows? My brother. Like, I like mean, movies, yeah. I, except for X-Files. I mean, I've watched growing, I mean, here and there, like there's these YouTube um, channels that I like to watch. Um, there's just different like conspiracy busters and there's different, um, what are those? There's a duo that they're hilarious. Now, um, do you think there's one species of aliens? How many species do you think are of aliens? <sighs> I think it's. I can't say there's one. They're saying I, they sh- they started showing up is when we started uh, lighting off nuclear weapons. Oh, you think yeah. they showed them? They go look at these monkeys. What are they doing? Yeah, I mean, you there's know, so many. There's so many different. I there's mean, supposed to be, there's a lot in, of like, species that fall out. Big Bigfoot and like Sasquatches and all of that. Like, I feel like there has been sightings. You gotta watch Missing Four One One. Have you seen it? Missing Four One One. I feel is it? I think I've seen things on YouTube with. No, it's not no, on YouTube. It's, no, it's, like it's, little snippets of things like showing that. The guy's name's Politis. Last name Politis. He's a ex detective. And he goes and, and researches hunter uh, people that are go missing in national parks or forests. Oh, yeah, so there's missing four one one. I've watched it four times kids, already. Like there's kids that go missing there. I've yeah. seen um, where there's like a dad and a son, and mm-hmm. then this. I've seen this okay. before, but yeah, I didn't know what did it was called. One, he did a movie, a documentary. It was on hunt on hunters. But then they said they the found the body, the the kid again, but he wasn't the same. I um, heard that one. That was scary. Yeah. 
and or and then two, a couple that was hiking said they saw um, like a big. So is that aliens doing carrying... experiments on us? I think that anything's possible. I don't think that <laughs> aliens are bad. I don't know why people just assume aliens are bad. I I've don't heard know. I've heard diff- air, all kinds. Do you think anything? that they're bad? I don't think they're bad. Shoot, for all you know, I could be an alien. Yeah, I am the I am yeah. the alien of the zodiac. You're the avocado alien. <laughs> Aquariuses are aliens of the zodiac. I'm. I don't even know what that means. You got to explain. So there's <laughs> zodiac signs, and depending on when you're born and the time, mm-hmm. that's your sign. I mean, it's generalized, and you shouldn't put all your belief in that. It's not really. I bet I think it's interesting and fun just to distract your mind from something. No, yeah, I've heard you say that before. Yeah. So you're August. You're a Leo. Yes, I'm you're a Leo. A Leo. I am an Aquarius. I my so there's a sun sign, a moon sign, and a rising sign. So they say your sun sign is what you show everybody. Your rising sign is what you feel on the inside, and your moon sign is your emotions. So what? I mean, I just look at like yeah. sometimes like your daily. So you have all these different moods. You can't be super general with it. So it's more, it's more, um, like, you know, c- concentrated on the time of birth, the mm-hmm. time of the place of birth where the moon and the stars were at the time that you were mm-hmm. born. Mm-hmm. And I just so happened to be born at 401. I couldn't, like I had to be extra with the one. And <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I had to be extra with the one. And um, I, so I, my moon sign is a Libra. My sun sign is an Aquarius and my rising signs a Leo. Does that help you determine when stuff happens at, at uh, home? I like, shouldn't oh, look. I shouldn't full really. Moon today. Yeah, I. It's so easy to blame it on the moon. Because I know I look at the full moon. I go to full moon. I'm gonna act like a dick. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy to be like such an ass and be like, sorry, I was you know going through something. The moon, you know, Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> I, had a, I had a bad two weeks. You know, I went, I went wild. Um, but it does, if you really pay attention to it, when Mercury is in retrograde and all the planets are aligned and the sun is on the certain, you know. The it, gravitation. Yeah, there's yeah. things that go wrong here on Earth. And it, is that kind of like predicting the future too, though? It's if you science. go, oh, tomorrow I'm going to be acting like a dick. I think we shouldn't. We we have always have a choice. And we're, we... <laughs> We shouldn't blame the moon and the stars. Oh, I'm going to start blaming the it's fucking hilarious, moon. Though. It's the fucking sun. It's way it's, too hot. Yeah, it's the sun. I'm delirious. I'm dehydrated. <laughs> I'm drained of my bodily, you know, percentage of water today. Um, I mean, we could always make excuses and blame things, but we should just be accountable as adults and, you know, not do that. <laughs> but if you you really need an out, blame blame the moon and the stars. <laughs> And, I learned something today. And your zodiac. If sign. I learned something today, it's if it's a full moon, act wild and blame the moon because <laughs> it's lined up with fucking Mercury. Hey, but right now the moon is in Pisces, so you're not a Pisces. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Tell me. So if the moon is in your sign, then it should have more of effect an effect on you. Um, so the moon is in Pisces right now. So all those March and February February babies are going to be affected. <laughs> But how are they going to be affected by? It's supposed to be um, either positive or or um, harder on them emotionally because they're releasing, they're letting go of things, and they're moving forward. So it depends on how you look at it, and it it's like I said, it's a choice. We make choices as adults, and <laughs> we could wake up and choose to be happy, or wake up and choose to be in a bad mood. It's you know, it depends on the person and how you look at things. 
but I like to just look at those, you know, articles and, and just for distractions or it's just fun. It's entertaining. It's different. What do you, okay. Knowing what you know, how, what's the percentage of people? I think we're going to go back to how we started with COVID. Right. Because I, from, like I said, yeah, I'm on on a certain area. You're on a certain area. The way we look at things, and from what I heard, man, people are committing suicide a lot every right. day. I can't. Right. I, I don't want to give you the numbers. It is suicide specifically, um, but prevention awareness or whatnot month September. So we, it's good that you bring this up and we talk about it because mental health is important to speak about. Um, I think that. Uh, <laughs> Co- sorry, COVID. I inter- I interrupted no, I mean, you. No, yeah, I think that isolation is not the best for everybody, and um, it's sad. It's sad that people feel so alone and down that you know they have no alternative, and they're forced to take that way out. It's it's hard to hear actually. Um, I've had. I mean, I bring moments. it. I bring it up because you had a moment. Yeah, I had moments. You had you had someone that that was close, dear to you. Yeah. Recently commit suicide. Yeah, and um, who well, he was one of our patients, and um, I don't. And speak I know that it much. hurt you hard, but I mean, yeah. look at dude. I I can't see. Look, I've been down a dark hole. Right. I, I've I've been in certain areas, and and I understand. You know what that person was going through, man, and, right. and I know it's a real tough, tough. Uh, subject you know but right. i, I want to bring it up because as far as me and you we're, we're strong right? right we're strong we we, we got our, our mindset but there's people that watching tv and getting fed the fucking mainstream media and right. they're getting dosed with fucking mcdonald's and burger king and taco bell and all that bad shit and that just affects the receptors to their brain yeah and, and then it causes depression if you don't have a hamburger that day right it causes stress if you don't go to the liquor store and get those pack of smokes even it causes, caffeine it's, yeah caffeine yeah. yeah we go down the line but yeah people are going through that now and it's worse than ever and it's almost it's sad you know it's because yeah. people are literally depressed and they're killing themselves and the mm-hmm. only way that makes them better is by following a system that eventually is going to put them in the grave at and a fail young them age. anyway so yeah it's it, it's good that we talk about it and bring awareness because um there's always outlets there's always people that are willing to listen and help you i mean i've been down you know my own journey and path where i felt as as low as like there's no way out you know and people would look at me and think Veronica would never have that type of moment of, yes, I have. And I, I actually fight for my own positive thoughts every single mm. day. I take captive mm. of my own mind. And I, if I can teach someone how to do that, I would be willing to write a book tomorrow. But mm-hmm. I'm still working on myself. No, well, you're here on the podcast, and yeah. you're, you're working. You're working it out. You know? Yeah, We're, this is this podcast is a work. I in would progress. be complete. I'm completely honest. I've even called a hotline before because I thought, you know, I I, I can't deal with my own thoughts. What do I What'd do? What you call the party line? No, the hotline. <laughs> I mean, I've called a suicide hotline before. I'm going to be completely honest. No, you don't. And I mean, I'm I, I'm not ashamed of it at all because that made me realize that I didn't. I wasn't as far off as I thought I was. And I, and he, the guy that talked to me, he was actually super, I I feel so blessed to have this conversation with that man because he made me realize that 
I'm pretty much overreacting. And whatever my problems were were so minimal compared to what he's heard before that he was so relieved to even talk to me. And he said, you sound like a like you are so knowledgeable of like your mm-hmm. your options moving forward. He's like, I don't even understand why you called this. And he's like, I think you just needed to vent. And he's like, all yeah. you needed to do is to vent. And he's like, I think you're going to be completely fine. I think you're completely, you know, healthy. I am not worried about you. He's like, on a scale from one to 10, I'm like a one on worried about you moving mm-hmm. after I hang up this phone. And he made me feel so, you know, blessed and grateful for my own health, what if my own what mind. What if they're aliens that are the, doing the suicide that are hotline? Answering, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised, and I would be, I would actually. I don't know what I would do. Like, uh, they called me and they say, "Hey, I'm about to come." I was like, uh, yeah. "Do you have a beer?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'd have to ask stupid questions. You know, right? I'd have to put, I'd have to put yeah. myself in their shoes. I'm not ashamed because I've called, and I think that people are actually afraid to call those uh, you know those lines but you don't always want to tell your friends or your family what you're thinking or going through and you no, don't have a therapist because every little episode finger, yeah. you're going to go oh there she goes she's going to go kill right, herself right and you you just don't want to expose everybody to your raw thoughts you know so the fact that i knew that that was an option and the funny thing is is when i called i said Tell me all my options. I want to explore my options. If I do this and this and that, he's like, you sound very logical and reasonable and way more knowledgeable than you should on this subject. And he's like, I don't really feel like you need me at all. It was actually, you know. You just needed someone to talk to. I just needed to vent. And I just needed to, I needed to hear him calm me down. I don't even know if it was him. I think I calmed myself down, to be honest. But. I realized after that phone call that that I will always have that option. And if other people are are embarrassed or shy to even dial that number, they shouldn't because it was probably one of the best things I ever did in my life. And I'm grateful that we have that option to just dial that hotline it really works and it's it's really beneficial and they will walk you through your options if you have health insurance if you don't you know everything they cover everything and i realize that say i i do i have good insurance but say i did go to that hospital they would take away everything from you. 5150. And well, it depends on the evaluation because I already asked all these questions. Trust me. <laughs> and um, if they feel like you are in danger or you're going to endanger yourself, then they would take all away like you're, you know, outside. They'll keep you for a, like maybe a 24 to 70, you know, hour hold. And then um, they said you basically you will leave with the phone number to a therapist Maybe you'll get some medication, who knows, or a prescription, and you, you, you might be satisfied. You might not. Some people just need a break, a mental break from their life. So, but you might even get a bill for like twenty one thousand dollars later. Who knows for your stay? <laughs> so it's up to you to weigh out the options. And me being the logical person I am, I realized that I was calm and fine. And do I want another hospital bill? No. Do I feel like I can just call this number again anytime? And I, I might, maybe. But it's good to know your options and do your homework. Not everybody's thinking that clearly when they're in that moment. But I was. And he made me feel Man. better about myself. Yeah, you make me feel better. Because I don't think I've ever been. I mean, I've been super close. 
and I'm not going to be super open. Right. It's fine. Not everybody's as open as me. Yeah. Cause but. I mean, mine, you know, only a few people know of, of what I've been through and, and, uh, it, it's a dark, deep, dark hole that even though you beat it, you st- it's still there every day. I mean, one of my favorite quotes is from, uh, Ocean's 11 with, uh, Brad Pitt mm-hmm. and Brad Pitt goes, uh, He's talking with George Clooney, and George Clooney asks him a question about rob robbing the the hotel, and uh, he asks him. He goes, "Are you suicidal?" And he said, "Only in the morning." <laughs> and that sticks to me today. To yeah. this day, I wake up and I'm like, "Fuck, I don't want to go to work." Fuck, I, right? You know what I mean? I just want. Then you fuck snap it. out of it. Yeah, and you snap out of it. You work like you said. You become. Li- you captivate your you become you capture your own thoughts yeah you capture it and you get up you go i go mm-hmm. hey i got a podcast this weekend boom and take my vitamins right boom you know you know let's do this let's do that and, and just stay busy because yeah you can easily if i if i stay home from work mm-hmm. for more than two days and i'm relaxing you know it's been hot so i'm inside the house mm-hmm. if i don't start moving oh man it it, it gets bad like it, it, i start thinking even deeper like fuck this fuck that but as soon as I start moving around, I start sweating, it all goes away. Yeah. And I start focusing. Because we're we, the narrators of our own mind. You got to keep moving. Yeah. So you have to find what makes you happy. I've even found that even things from my childhood or memories or toys, little memories and things like that keep me, you know, keep me youthful and happy. I... I may be immature at moments where I'm like, I want to watch cartoons or, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. The Simpsons. And mm-hmm. I, fi- I catch myself, you know, watching clips or episodes and mm-hmm. it makes me happy. You have to find little things that bring you back bring to you when back you were at the most innocent, right. pure heart. And I'm going to tell you this. A lot of people, they, they get their own routes, right? As a UPS driver, uh-huh. we when we first start driving, we don't have our own routes. We got to wait for someone to retire right. and it's a bid and it's mm-hmm. a bid based upon who has the most seniority Sorry. gets this guy's route. I've had so many routes in my career, right? I've been, uh-huh. I've been driving for 16 years right. and a lot of people, they get their own routes. Once they get their first route, they're on it for 20 years, mm-hmm. 25 years. And I'm not going to say any names, but these people are constantly complaining, constantly complaining. And, and I, if when I, mm-hmm. me personally, when I'd get my route, it was cool. I was happy, had a route. Made the most and of it. Like, and then for me, I've learned it's like every two years I start getting depression. Then I start being like them, start complaining, start arguing. You change start it up. In, in my attitude. And people look at me and they're like, dude, you gave up a good route. Uh-huh. I get it. I, it was a good route. I got, I got to meet you guys. Yeah. You know, but for me personally, I was like, I had to go because I was, it, it was nothing wrong with the route. It was just, I, I had this You fulfilled depression. your, yeah, yeah, your and, mission in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you have to listen like, to yourself You're crazy. And I'm like, no, dude, I go look at the route I'm on now. I'm meeting new people. I'm talking to people. Uh-huh. I feel good. I feel happy. I'm energetic. And it's just right now, this is what's fitting my time. I'm not scared yeah. about going on another change, journey. Yeah. Most people don't want change. You have to I'm move with the changing. change. You have to move with the change because and I've learned to find things that things are going to consistently change around us. And if we get so, you know, so stuck in just being the same every day, we're going to lose our happiness. We have to mm-hmm. move where where the change moves. Mm-hmm. We have to, you know. Got to sh- take a chance. Columbus yeah. did. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, that's why I said the way people look at 2020, it could either be one way or the other. And I choose to look at all the positive things that happened throughout the year. Everybody said, well, we got robbed of our best holidays. We got 
we, you know, all of this and that happened where we're stuck in quarantine. And I said, yeah, but now you're eating dinner as a family. Now your, your kids come to you and talk to you. Now um, people have found things that they're good at, that they weren't good at before. Or they didn't know that they were capable of. We, I have, have friends who either lost a bunch of weight or they gained weight. I, you know, I, it's the way they looked at it. I, people worked out at home and found that they don't even need to go to back to the gym ever again because they're, they're their own personal trainer. I, I'm proud of a lot of my friends who've found their creativity through this pandemic. I'm proud of, you know, my family for coming together and having game nights and, and, you know, even where at one lacks the other one, you know, they've, they've been cooking or they've been helping each other, checking on loved ones. I've had more conversations with friends that I haven't seen in, for years when we could see each other through Zoom and Zoom parties. We get creative. This year has been um, a year to reflect, a year to, you know, get in touch with our higher selves and in tune. Everybody has an intuitive sign. Just side just be more open open-minded about everything what can you tell the listeners that are listening around the world thousands of people we we bounce back and forth i like this podcast i want to want to get you back on again Mm -hmm. you're a very wise person who's very open which fits in line with this podcast i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna sit here and, and and act like i'm somebody i'm not man i'm not perfect I, I never was, and, and I'm not trying to be. I'm, I'm just trying to be enlightened and trying to make sure I, 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 I stay positive and, and help people get through what I've been through because I don't want people to go through what I went through, man. And and it wasn't planned. I didn't plan on um, going through what I went through, but I went through a lot of struggles and tribulations in my life. And you've oh, if you listen to my podcast, you know I'm not going to go into details again. Mm-hmm. But your positivity you brought to this show Tell the people how they can get a hold of you if they, if they got any questions or if they if they need any uh, advice. Well, they can always um, email me at vmoreno0885 at gmail.com or at Veronica Moreno 8 on Instagram. I'm open to answering any questions about health, beauty, wellness, you know, mental health. Um, I'm, you know, I fight every day for a positive thought and um just want to leave this podcast with um your mind will believe everything you tell it so feed it faith feed it truth and feed it love well that is it folks we're out of time she's gotta go she's gotta go take care of her family once again thank you avocado queen for coming on the podcast this is episode 45 i will see you guys next week i love you spread the word i will see you stay, peace stay organic yeah stay organic stay smoke organic. weed organic like, just smoke weed like don't, an avocado yeah don't smoke that reggie bush <laughs>